0: Paul points out something very important today in the first reading, uh, and it's good that we take that seriously in maximizing the grace of God that comes into our life every day as God's people, because the essence of the grace that God brings into our life daily is to help us move from glory to glory. It's meant for spiritual growth and maturity. Okay, we must achieve that Christ-like maturity. And just as the little seed planted in the ground, when it is growing, you see it sprouting, pushing the soil. You see pushing the soil. It's it's exerting a lot of energy to push to manifest. Likewise, too spiritually, that is what we pass through. And sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it demands a lot from us. And on account of this little tension, many give up and remain stale in their journey of life. Okay? So we must yield to what the Spirit of God wants to achieve in our lives from sanctification to stature. That is the essence. From sanct- being sanctified to stature. And it is that stature that God the Father is waiting for in my life, in your life. Until we grow to stature. We cannot stand and say we have you know arrived, and that's what Jesus wants him in the gospel. He says, if your righteousness does not exceed (laughs) Amen. (laughs) If your righteousness does not exceed that of the scribes and what Pharisees, so it means it must grow, it must grow past their own level and continue. So don't be static. Don't be static. Don't be static. You must grow. You must grow. You must grow spiritually. Very necessary. You know? And just as I've said several in the past, there are certain things in our life that can never happen unless we grow. Certain, you know, life experiences that we pray that we don't want to experience. Oh God, please help me. At the, you see, you, the, no matter how you pray, it will not leave you. It is your growing that shares of those stuff from your life. Okay? Why certain good what trusting God to come into our life cannot come until we grow? In the physical world, they don't entrust to you things because you are good. No. They entrust things to you because you have grown and have achieved you know a certain level of maturity, be it physically, mentally, by certificate, psychologically, before can they can't entrust things to you? Even parents will not give their children certain things until they have grown. Okay, so Paul mentions that in that uh, first reading, when him he, he was talking about the the impact of growing and engaging ourselves in the transformation of the mind. Yesterday, in our advance in our uh, Zoom class, uh, we were talking about uh, winning the battle of the mind and. The Lord made something very clear to us. He says, yes, it's good for us to offer ourselves as living sacrifice. That's the Christian calling, all right? You've dedicated your life. Your body now is the sacrifice to God. In the recess of the world, you are supposed to see yourself being slaughtered and put on the altar. And there's fire, you know, burning you. Are we together here? Yes, that is what it's supposed to be. But now the Lord said, I don't want to slaughter you. Okay, but see, offer yourself as a sacrifice. So, you are a holocaust, a living holocaust. That is the Christian calling. You are a living holocaust, burning every day. The fire burning you is what? The Holy Spirit. You see? So, you must be producing sweet, smelling what? Aroma. And that is your priesthood. The priesthood priesthood is called prayer. The act of worship every day that comes out of you. So, there's an incense coming out of you every day, every day. He now says that this is the first stage. Then the second stage that brings into to stature is the stage of renewing your mind. Because we're born with a mindset that is fallen. A, a, a mindset of darkness. We're all born into that kind of mindset. That's why we think the way we think. We think fear. We think failure. We think, uh, we think intimidation. We think limitation. We think distrust. We think unbelief. We think uh, all forms of confusion. Our mind picks up all kinds of negative signals. We think more negative than positive. Now, but when you come into this realm now, the second stage of growth is that your mind be renewed. You see, let the mind that is in Christ be in you. So, how will your how would your mind, the mind that is in Christ, be in you? It means you have to trap the words of Jesus. He says, trap his words, keep trapping his word. If his word abides in you, it creates another type of mindset. So Paul, mentioning in that um, first reading, where is it again? Is he hiding? (laughs) He says, brethren, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over our minds. How? It's spiritual. But when a man turns to the Lord, the veil is removed because the Lord is light. The Lord is light. And because the Lord is light, Himself is the Spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. So each time we turn to the Lord in sincerity, there is a veil that goes away from our mind of our minds. So we can perceive things properly. So each time we come for mass, there should be an expectation. Of what? Illumination that comes into the chambers of your soul through the word of God. If that illumination is not taking place and you are partaking of the Holy Communion, it's like carrying food and put on the fire with water and no light. What happens? Your soul will not feed. So you must trap the light of the word. You must trap the light to the world. Why? It is necessary. He continues. And and we all, with unveiled faces, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being what? Changed. Each time we behold the light and we partake the communion, we are being changed. From what? From glory to glory. In the likeness of one degree of glory to another. For there comes from the Lord who is what? Spirit. Now, he makes the last statement here. He says, and even if our gospel is veiled, meaning that this gospel we are reading, this light of the world can be covered. Veiled means to cover something. He says, it is veiled only to those who are perishing. Who are those perishing? I have asked this question for years. Who are those perishing? He continues, in their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers. I said, okay, ah, now nah, it's for them now who are there, not for us, who are believers. I went and looked at the meaning of that word, unbelievers. He says the believing unbelievers. Paul wasn't writing to the unbelievers out there. He was writing to the believers in Corinth. They are called the believing unbelievers. Do you know it is possible to be a believing unbeliever? I was touched by that. Believing unbeliever, I have never seen that before. But when I stumbled on this, oh, it means he was writing to the Corinthian church. They are believing unbelievers. So, these are the ones that the, um, the, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the believing unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel. The essence of the gospel. The impact of the gospel. The glory of the gospel. You will allow them to see it. Because that's where growth is. As long as a child does not grow, he's not different from a from slave. He can't handle anything. He can't, he can't withstand the force of the enemy. It is your growth in the spirit that gives you audacity, that gives you faith, that gives you strength, that you can withstand the pressure of sin, the pressure of darkness, and then you can walk like a faithful servant whose minds they, or the God of Israel has blinded, lest they see the light to the gospel of, of Christ and be saved. So you see, so how can your righteousness be greater than the scribes and the Pharisees if the enemy keeps you in darkness? Because it is that light that should make you grow from glory to glory. So you see, we have a responsibility to be concerned about Our spiritual growth. You are the one to begin that journey. You are the one to work on it. You are the one to desire, I must grow in my life. I think my life needs to move to a different dimension. Why am I still the same yesterday, today, and forever? Can I clearly identify my progress in my journey with God? If every now and then you sit and tell yourself, ah, I thank God last two years, I know where I was, God has blessed me materially, you can identify your growth when it comes to the things of this life, right? Some of us who go to school, ah, I'm now a master holder, I've grown in knowledge. You see your children, they grow. You see your business, it grows. What of your spiritual life? What of your spiritual life? Spiritual life, so you need to do something about it. That is how we can glorify the Father by growing from one glory to another level of glory. Let your light so shine that men may see it and give glory to your Father in heaven. How do you give God the glory by growing the same wicked heart that have been dominating you all these years? Is the same today, no, now. The same weakness that has been killing you and nullifying you all your life all these years is still there. No now. That is what the Lord is demanding from us. And if we come to him sincerely and really mean business, he says, my grace is sufficient for you. Even when Peter Paul was crying, oh Lord, deliver me from this. I need to see. He said, don't worry. My grace in you is sufficient. Don't forget, our God, has made all grace abound towards us. So that having all sufficiency, we may abound towards all good works. So Jesus is our all sufficiency. He is ever able and capable of any possibility that is required of us if only we can submit. And so today, as we come to receive Him, let there be an act of surrender to Him, and a quest, and say, Lord, I want to see some progress in my life spiritually. And when that is, you know, sincere in your heart, the Holy Spirit—what is His work? That's what He's hovering around, looking for, looking for the heart of men who are ready to grow, to start igniting them, start chiseling them, start provoking that dimension. We pray at this mass, that our submission will truly kickstart something. New in our lives. And may the blessing of God come to abound towards us through Christ our Lord.